Hey, welcome to the Happy Ramp Podcast. I am Ted Cluck, joined, as always, in studio by my good friends and my partners in radio, Barnabas Piper and Ronald J. Martin. Boys, we are rapidly approaching uh, Indie Live. Uh, Indie Live is very exciting. Indie Live is going to be a rich person thing. So we're going to talk about uh, things that rich people do. And, uh, and if and you do, and if you do this, then you will be rich. We'll we'll get you'll to that. Rich. But that's the that's the word on the streets. Yeah, you'll probably be rich. Like your kids will get into a great college, and uh, you're going to have an amazing time. That's that's the one thing we can guarantee about Indie Live. So you're going to get rich person spa treatment because Indie Live uh, takes place March 31st at Soma Church and Day Spa. Uh, on the northeast side of Indianapolis, it's going to be lavish. It's going to be decadent. Is that the rich? Is that the rich side of Indy? That's definitely the rich side. Okay. Yeah, because you know, I there's like usually a Ramsey. right side of the tracks and a wrong side of the tracks. I want to make sure that we're on the rich side of the tracks. Well, yeah, I texted Dave this morning, man, Daver on his uh, on his gold phone, and uh, he let me know that that's for sure the rich side of Indianapolis. And uh, I said, Dave, of course it is. What what are we savages? Um, so. Piper, tell them a little bit more about how they can get tickets to Indie Live. Let's talk about group pricing. Uh, I want some huge groups of people at uh, at Indie Live, and I want that room full. So, Piper, tell them how we can make that happen. Yeah, so we have, uh, if you go to happyrampodcast.com, all the details are there. You've got the time and the location, which Ted already gave you. Um, but it's 7 to 10 p.m. on the evening of the 31st. That's a Sunday night on the eve of the Gospel Coalition Conference. So if you're considering going, this is this is just the right way to kick that event off. It's You may as well start on the high note and then go from there. Um, if you're within driving distance of Indianapolis, so that's all of you in in the middle of America, especially in the Chicago area, the Nashville area, the Louisville area, all of you are within driving distance. It's a short hop. Just come on down on that Sunday night. Uh, you can also – so if you go to happyrantpodcast.com, you'll see a big orange button that says get your tickets here. That's where we've got it. Um, we will set up a discount. Let's see. how. I think I can only do single ticket discounts, so it will apply to all the tickets on an order. So that means if you're ordering for just yourself, you'll get the same discount as a bulk ticket. Um, but let's use the uh, let's use the code last minute. So this is since, since we are we are down to the wire here, folks. If you if I like uh, you put in the the code last minute at uh, at checkout, you will get five dollars off per ticket. So that is the discount we are offering, which is a thirty three percent discount because they're only fifteen to start with. So if you just want to throw us a couple extra bucks, don't use the code last minute and just order the tickets at full price. You know what? It's it's rich person stuff. You're doing yeah. wise things with your money. Dave Ramsey would be pleased with you. It's un- unfortunately we don't take cash payments, so Dave Ramsey would be less pleased with you. Now, but what if, if, what if been- people? What if they showed up with their little Dave Ramsey envelope at the door? And they were like, I've got an envelope labeled uh, Happy Rant Events, and I want to get in. Would, would we let them in? Uh, yes, we will take cash payments at the door. We'd prefer if there you ordered go. your tickets in advance because that's also a wiser way to budget your money, to spend it, mm. spend it now as opposed to planning to spend it later. So uh, that Dave Ramsey approves that as well. A lot of issues there, Pipe. A lot of moving parts vis-a-vis Dave Ramsey. It's and really I, hard I gotta to know you. how to make Dave happy, except if you're it, just doing rich people things. It really is. Those those Midwestern drives are gorgeous, too. I mean, that drive from Chicago down to Indianapolis, mm-hmm. down 65, are you kidding me? Man, especially this I time mean, of year before anything starts growing, it's just oh. endless fields of, of like lumpy dirt. Baby, you're going to get a little Hammond, a little Rensselaer. Uh, a little West gorgeous. Lafayette and Lafayette. Yep. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. So I know we're getting ahead of ourselves. I'm just getting excited to uh, to drive back up into God's country and pamper myself uh, at Soma Church and Day Spa uh, for Indie Live. But Piper, we have other rich rich person things to talk about. I feel like another rich guy thing is to have a sponsor for your podcast. It's certainly and a make us richer thing. That's That's the way that's supposed to work anyway. That's right. That's something we've had, and uh, we have a new one, Pipe. So why don't you tell us about our new sponsor? We do. So our, our new sponsor for the next few episodes is Dwell Bible App. So it's, a, it's an app for your phone. It's actually an audio Bible app, um, which I have never been – I've never really gotten into audio Bibles, but I was talking to some guys at church the other day, and we were talking about just struggles in being in the Word consistently, which is something I think all of us probably have in common if we're human. And a couple of them said that they find audio Bibles really helpful, especially because they have to drive a fair amount for work. Uh, And so Dwell is one way to do this, except it's not just a Bible that you jump into and sort of listen to kind of however you want. You can do that, but they have a whole bunch of cool features. So they they have four different recordings of the Bible in the ESV. Uh, so that with different voices, in case you prefer one reader over another, one style over another, they have 44 different listening plans. So that's uh, it's like a Bible reading plan, except it's just audio segments per day. Uh, some of them are thematic. Some of them walk you through books of the Bible. Some of them are go through the Bible in a year. So you can kind of find the one that suits your pace, your style, um, your commute length, Um they broke it down, and if you listen for about 15 to 20 minutes a day, you can make it through the whole Bible in a year, which is – that's really not that hard considering – I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, that's you know 40 minutes. So you just do a third of this on all the other days, and you've made it through the Bible in a year. Um, there you go. So where, where to go to get this? If you go to dwellapp.io, dwellapp.io slash happyrant – you can get a 33% discount off of their annual subscription. So that that puts it at $19.99 a year. So that's $1.67 a month. That's cheaper than crappy coffee. So wow. uh, $19.99 a year if you go to that link, dwellapp.io slash happy rant. So this is not a free app, which makes sense because they've clearly put in a ton of work. They've produced some really high-quality stuff for you. So go to dwellapp.io slash happy rant. Uh, to subscribe. They have a seven-day free trial you can test out as well. So if you're not totally sold, you can do the seven-day free trial, then sign up for the $19.99 a year. You can afford it because uh, you're doing rich people things. So Wow, Pipe, that was and, impressive. Go ahead and man. do that. <laughs> that was wow. impressive. Piper, I dig it. I'm actually looking at the website. It looks really cool. Oh, and, and for uh, you guys, I forgot to email you. They set you up with free accounts, so I'll just need to shoot you that information. So, Dude, that's dope. Yeah, I totally That's truly rich that guy stuff right there. Free Absolutely. Free. Absolutely. The true rich Absolutely. guy stuff is we didn't have to spend money on it. Kind of like Special certain, treatment. Kind of like, uh, yeah, kind of like certain, certain students who got into colleges just without having to do anything. Piper, how, do you, how, how would the three of us gentlemen go about getting voice work on this app? I feel like I want to read a book of the Bible into this thing, and I, I, I want people to be That's able to, to choose their favorite happy rant voice for this. Well, first of all, a, have, you, have you ever, other than podcasting and your extensive radio experience, mm-hmm. what, uh, what voice experience do you have? Dude, I actually read one of my own audiobooks, believe it or not. So uh, I've, Yeah, I've done so, a couple of mine, too, so I, I think that qualifies yeah. as a resume. I think so, too. I've got one audiobook under my belt, UF2. Uh, Big R was a... Was a a recording artist for many years. So yeah, I think, the reason uh, I didn't I think, ask him is because he he made a living <laughs> with his voice for a lengthy period of time, and so I I just that counts. That's a resume thanks, as well. 
that's so that's I think rich we need to things. as a as a company we need to reach out to these to these people and let them know that we're available for voice work. That's a good call. Um, we should do that. Yeah, so let's make deals, man. Let's make some more deals because rich guys make deals. And I want to talk about rich guy stuff uh, because our favorite rich guy, uh, Dave Ramsey, tweeted the following. I'm going to read you guys this tweet, and then I'm going to tell you, like, I, I got to be full disclosure with you guys because I got some Dave Ramsey issues. So uh, here, here's the tweet. If you do rich people stuff, eventually you will be rich. If you do poor people stuff, you will eventually be poor. Dave I'm so Ramsey. glad you couldn't read that with a straight voice. Like, Dude, I can't. It's ridiculous. It's it's, it's like <laughs> reading a Rachel LaHeld Evans tweet with a straight face. Like it just it kind of can't be done. And um, I, I can I come clean with you guys about a about a thing that I'm struggling with. Um, the thing is, I I really don't like Dave Ramsey at all. Um, I don't like his smug face in this picture. Um, <laughs> I don't like the people that like Dave Ramsey. I, I feel like the, the whoa, Big T, you're you're cutting out three quarters of the American population right now. Maybe it's it's kind of like the people that are that are real, like ride or die with Pipe's dad. Like yeah, Pipe's dad is a lovely guy in real life, but like the people that lo- that really like ride or die with Pipe's dad tend to tend to be less lovely people. Oh, we'll get to um, them in a minute. They're they're another show topic. So just true. hang in there, that's folks. True. Dude, so I, I struggle with Ramsey, man. I struggle with this whole thing. And th- this tweet to me just seems unspeakably smug. And I want, I want you boys to weigh in on it because we have other facets of this. There are like sub, sub-genres of this tweet that we're going to get into. But uh, I propose Ron, that, that Ronnie takes his extensive expositional skills to oh, this. Dude, and just, just, yeah, Ron, parse, just I want you to just parse the mess out of this thing so that we can understand That's what right. he's trying to say. Well, dude, I mean... Here's what's crazy, right? So let me let me do a devil's ad here for one second. Like, I kind of like get what he's saying, like on one level, okay? So like I I'm grasping what he's saying. He's saying if your pattern of life is mismanaging and mishandling your funds, you're gonna suffer the consequences of the same people that mismanage and mishandle their their funds. I mean that that's one basic way to take. Sure. What, he, what he's saying. All right. So like that's one like if you want to break it down all technically, which I don't even like to do that kind of stuff. I just did that very untechnically. Um, that's how, one would, way. Uh, how, how would Dave or feel about your log cabin purchase? Like, do you have a little envelope labeled log cabin? Yeah. With, only with, if, like, with only if I could pay cash for it. And only if the cash was already in a previously like licked envelope. Right? Labeled envelope. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. But OK. So but the other thing, the thing that just kills me, man, is that that dude literally post like who's the guy that's checking like his social media posts before he posts? It's like, did he not think that he was going to get absolutely slaughtered? Yeah. 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 I mean, how did he not think that was was not going to murder him I, and slaughter so, yes, listeners, first of all, if you go find this tweet, the retweets and replies to this, there, there's some comedic gold there just in terms of what, what people have done with this. But- hey, Pipe, hold on one second, dude. It was too easy. Like, I don't like stuff that, that, that's that easy. You know, I mean, we're obviously, we're, we're ranting about it because it's easy. But, dude. <laughs> I was going like, to say, like I think the, we're guilty of the same thing. No, no, no. no but, but we're, like, making fun of it. Like, the outrage is, like, you guys, way too easy. Come that's on. That's true. That's it's true. just easy. Dude, oh, no, I, I did look. I, I was I, talking about the jokes. Like people made some some quality jokes. But so here's here's the thing though. I, I think Dave Ramsey is the type who knew that this would outrage people and is also like, that's the way we weed out the morons. 
Mm. You know, you you weed out the morons by seeing who is mad at you, and then and then you just discard them. Dude, look at look at his smug face in this picture. Do you think he has? I, I bet he's reading like he's scrolling through Twitter on his phone, and I guarantee like his feet are on a desk. Like he's got his feet up on a desk. Like he's he's satisfied about this. You know what I mean? He's, yeah, he's, he's, he's using his big old iPhone iPhone XL or whatever. It's like the mini iPad phone that he did not pay cash for. He's on the payment plan for sure. <laughs> yeah, he, because, he got that phone like we got our app, man. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. Um, I bet he's lighting a cigar with a hundred dollar bill. Baby, I'm gonna ask you a question, fire. man. Like, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I didn't like. I've never been including the one that I planted. I've never been at a church that I don't think I never have been. I'm not, that's pushed Ramsey. So yeah. dude, you obviously have, there's dude, there's some woundedness going on here. Like dude, what yeah. did Ramsey do to you, man? Give us the backstory on that. Baby, there's hurts. There's deep seated hurts. There is actually there's, there's not. I just, I think because I, gr- I grew up in kind of a blue collar Indiana town. Like I have this like gigantic chip that resides on my shoulder anyway, vis-a-vis money stuff. Did so, you grow like, up in an a, Indiana town with a good-looking mama who never was around? Did that? Is that where you grew up? Well, dude, yeah, except, except my mom was around. Well, okay, you know, sorry, like, it just it, sorry. Tom yeah. Petty came to mind when you said that. I yeah. no, I know Tom okay. Petty comes to mind when I think of my hometown, actually, and and, and also like rich people. Those. When I think of rich it, people, Tom Petty comes to mind. May he rest in peace. Absolutely, absolutely. So yeah, I, th- I think like class struggle stuff is just kind of baked in to buy my DNA a little bit. And also to like Taylor didn't help that Taylor was the ultimate like class struggle place for me. Um, so like to, to then like matriculate onto adult life and to, to settle into a church and then realize, Hey, like there's a, there's an evangelical guy who's waving the Bible around, but what he's really doing is giving a bunch of people who have a propensity for that anyway, just a license to be obsessed about their money. Like to me, that's Dave Ramsey. Um, he just made it okay for a bunch of people who are probably materialists anyway to just completely obsess over it. So here's the flip side of that. Yeah, Dave Ramsey's like his basic financial get out of debt stuff mm-hmm. has helped a ton of people who are in the like the middle and working classes to to change financial habits. Like I, I know people yeah, I it's, hope, man. I it's hope. very much transformed. The, the thing is that he has gotten filthy rich off of it. And so he yeah. sort of, he gives off the everyman vibe and sort of how he kind of presents himself, except that he lives in this palatial home in the Williamson County, which is the rich County South of Nashville. And, mm-hmm. uh, and, and so there's this weird, like, He's rich and gives off that vibe and is in that crowd, but he's also his stuff has been really beneficial to people who have gotten in credit card debt or you know they in young you know early in their lives they made dumb financial decisions and they're trying to dig out of a hole and just kind of helping people practically dig out of it so it but it's not that dissimilar from like really good preachers who who are really big d bags like you mm-hmm. look at it and you're like i don't quite know how to how to make sense of this because they do good things, but also I don't yeah. like them at all. Piper, I love how there was no way that DR didn't live in Nashville. <laughs> like, oh, dude, it was, absolutely. It's like the prereq of all prereqs what, for like. What were, well, I mean, it's it's a land of it's a land of rich Christians, so that makes sense. But absolutely. what what would have been the other options? Like Houston, no, there's no Houston other, or no, Dallas, no maybe. Yeah, yeah, where maybe, would he live, man? I, th- I think Nashville. An option. If you're I mean, you a rich know. Christian. You eventually I mean, make your way to Nashville, I mean, or maybe like the—he's not going to live in Tucson. 
Yeah, maybe the Chicago suburbs. I don't know. There's a lot of rich Christians out there, I guess. But he's not going to live in Worcester, Ohio. Well, the, the, yeah. the, the the Chicago Christian uh, is a little bit more worldly wise, I think. You yeah, know, that's, they, that's there's a little true. bit more like we don't take your BS sensibility. Whereas, like he can sort of freight train over the southern politeness of of Bible Belt Christianity. Well, dude, and also I th- I think rich Christians move to Nashville with like stars in their eyes. You know what I mean? Like they're 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 still wide eyed. They're still dreamers. I mean, shoot, you this know, is she, where Michael W. Smith and Amy Grant came from. So absolutely, dude, right? Where all the magic happens, boys. It's where all the magic happens. That's right, baby. Maybe some magic has happened to you town. in that town. Absolutely, oh, that town, man. You know what's so crazy, you guys? Like, so my sister, like, she's like this financial planner <laughs> guru, and like a couple years ago, she at, like she calls me right, and she goes. She's like, hey, Big R, have you ever heard of this guy named Dave Ramsey? And I said, have I ever heard of Dave Ramsey? That's like asking me if I've ever heard of like the Apostle Paul. You know what I mean? Pope Catholic? Yeah, exactly. It was one of those comments. I don't know if she would have understood that. So I went the Apostle Paul one. Anyway, so um, so I said, yeah, I said, of course, you know, and she said, she said, you know, what's weird. Like he came to my company and he did this big like seminar. And at first I was like, yeah, I don't know if I like this guy. And then then she goes, by the time he was done, I was like, I think he's kind of a genius. Mm. dude he has that effect on people like smart discerning people are are like routinely wooed by dave ramsey he, well, but he like, yeah, my sister was like i didn't want to like him and the more i dove in and then i read the material i was like yeah. no i think everything he's saying is actually true dude, no he definitely has a way he it is has. true like that you know this tweet is is like yoda level twisted nonsense <laughs> but like his basic stuff is true. I mean, his basic premise is don't spend more than you make. Don't spend money right. you don't have. Don't get in debt. Don't borrow. It, that's all pretty straightforward stuff. It's just he he just says it with sort of a panache that makes people sit up and take notice. Also, in defense of Dave Ramsey, just again vis-a-vis my own stuff, I suck at money-related things, and I probably just resent him for being good at it. So that could be like – you resent 85. him for telling you that you suck at money-related things, so you just don't need Well, I, I don't give him an opportunity because I don't listen to You don't him. need somebody in your ear telling you you're yeah. pretty bad about something you I don't need to be reminded about. of this. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's I, like I'm, I'm totally like, aware. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you don't need somebody doing what you do to your kids every day, Big T. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, so uh, I, that's, that's probably a big part. Let's go back to this tweet for a minute, though. If yeah. you do rich people's stuff, eventually you will be rich. If you do poor people's stuff, eventually you will be poor. Um, you know, you get, yeah. you know, Ronnie was like, essentially that's Define true. Define rich and poor. Define rich and poor. Well, I know, Ron, you, Ronnie, you sort of were like, that eventually, you know, essentially that's true if you manage your money well, whatever. But like, when I hear rich people stuff, I think buying things, really nice yeah. things. And when I hear poor people stuff, I think not having money like this tweet doesn't mean anything to me hyper what's the well let's quantify them okay let's let's put some boundaries on this because we're reformed men and that's what we do we need to have at least five to seven bullet points to clarify absolutely we do bounded set thinking and uh and we're gonna we're gonna do that with this so let's set the mendoza line for rich people stuff i think it's Owning your own log cabin offsite, like if it's not your primary res, does it have like to be a log cabin or can it be any second home? Ooh, I don't know. Any man. second home, any second. No, I'm kind of yeah, probably any second home, any second home. But 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 for the purposes of hahas, let's say log cabin. Right. Okay. Uh, so log cabin, parentheses or equivalent. 
Log cabin or parentheses, yeah, or equivalent. Now, another rich guy thing, pipe, I think is trying to throw your money around in such a way that you're influencing things that you normally couldn't influence. For example. Ah, money money leverage. Money leverage. You're leveraging money. Let's say uh, you have a kid or I have a kid. And let's say our kids aren't um, como se dice college material. Uh, but we really hypothetically speaking, of course, hypothetically speaking, but we really want them to go to an amazing college. Um, and we throw some bank, we throw some cash at the college and what do you know, like they magically get, uh, accepted into school, which is another current event, uh, that happens. I I feel uh, like maybe I've heard some, some outrage in the news about rich people doing rich people things to get their kids into college. So assuming in light of that Piper, assuming that we're all rich guys, the three of us, um, what do you think is the trading on our celebrity, not trading on our money, but trading on our celebrity. What do you think is the highest level of, of like Christian college we could get our kids into based only on our, our collective publishing careers and the happy rent like Cedarville. <laughs> you do. Do you think we could get, we could do, we could swing Cedarville. That's good. Well, here's the thing. I love how you I, said that with like some measure of disdain in your voice pipe. Well, I, also, went to, I love how you I, said it immediately. As though you thought of it before. I went to Wheaton, which means I have a certain level of disdain for every other Christian college. That's how we, like we are oh, trained. Sure. We are trained for this. And Ted knows this because he went to Taylor so he yeah. knows how Whedon students are. Um, Absolutely. Or this like, is hardwired into you guys, man. Yeah, so this is a hard thing. Because here's the thing. So I, uh, I got into Whedon because of a certain amount of celebrity by somebody <laughs> I may or may not be related to. I mean, I, I qualified, right. but there were, people who, there were people Just who got turned down who probably qualified more than I did, except sure. that I'm a second-generation Whedon guy with the last name that may or may not carry some weight there. So uh, I... I am a beneficiary of of this whole thing. So, do you think do you think the Piper name could like could swing your daughters? Like, you know, we're a couple generations removed now, and if your daughter was like a a C student, um, but she's like, Dad, I really want to go to Wheaton. I want to study like studio art. I want to throw clay. Um, are you are you making a phone call? Is she getting in? Man, that's a good question. C student, I don't know. Wheaton does have. I mean, they they have minimum standards. If she was they like a, if she was a B student, which there aren't very many of who make it at Wheaton, that, that's not really a thing there. Um, Dude, what about the football players? I'm guessing there's some B students on the football team. There, there are a few. That's kind but, of its own thing, though. Yeah, but even there, like there, my understanding is that coaches at those places get chips. And they so they get if, if they a get if a student reaches minimum standards but would not mm-hmm. otherwise be accepted that a coach can use a chip on them f- just to gain acceptance. You know, Whedon can't give financial yeah. aid for sports because it's Division Three, et cetera. But um, yeah. so, yeah, I mean, I, I, I might be able to use the last name Cachet. Here's the other thing. The more generations you go in a row at Wheaton, the more yeah. likely you are to be accepted. So my daughter being a third yeah. generation is even more likely to be accepted than me as a second generation because they love legacy. Legacy means more than money ah. or grades. Hey, forget your daughters. How about me and Big T? Can you get us in? I think that's all we really would. Care. You right. If you picked name. up the phone and you said, you know, my podcast co-host, his son Tristan wants to go to Wheaton. It's his very special dream. Can you can you do me a solid? Could you could you get my kid into Wheaton? What are Tristan's grades like? How, how's he doing? <laughs> all right, this, I, man. We really, yeah. we're really. This is really getting dull. Would boys. Tristan Let's... be willing to change his last name to Piper? 
temporarily. The fans are having to hear about grade point averages. He might, me. man. He might. I'll talk to him. I'll ask him about it. It's going to be a bad I'm, indie live if this thing descends into this. I'm going to be honest. Tristan Cluck is a is a way cooler name than Tristan Piper, so he yeah. shouldn't change his last name. Also, it's his family name. But, That's true. Uh, but to get in, it, you know, maybe just hyphenated like Piper Cluck. Yeah. I think yeah. I think that could work. That'd look good on the back of the jersey too, man. He could Sounds he could like be a member of. Like Did, didn't of, Wheaton weren't they something before they were the Thunder? They were the Crusaders, and then apparently oh, that was sure. not politically correct, so we we became a sound. Yeah, we, we are a noise. Right. I love that. I love that. Well, boys, we've got a lot to chew on here as far as rich guy stuff. Any uh, any parting shots here before we move on from from Dave? Well, I think we only ended up at like two bullet points. We're not really reformed, so we've got we've got log cabins. Oh, yeah. We've got buying your kids' way into college. We've got to come up with a couple other real quick ones. Dude, we're Just, good. I think we're good, boys. Okay, we're fine. Good. All right. Well, we'll be we're 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 two point Calvinists. Then we're not. <laughs> Dude, what? Okay, I got I got another one. I got we're contrarian. One. Let's keep. I got that one up. more. <laughs> I got a I got a third point on the Christian rich guy thing, making some kind of announcement. Via your church's like closed circuit prayer chain slash like the the little like kind of half baked social media thing that your church has. It's usually called like the table or communion or whatever. Um, making some kind of announcement that you've paid off your house. Um, some kind of like I paid off my house humble. Ooh, that's a good one. Um, yeah, that's a great one. You put like that's a red standard. door on your house. You yeah, that's it, yeah. You put a red door on it. That's standard Christian rich guy behavior. I, I've got I've got another quick one. Uh, yeah. It is it is paying for friends to go on vacation with you. Oh, absolutely. So okay. you know, it's, it's, you know what? I it's just like wanted the, to. It's the it's the charity vacation friendship. That's right. I know you're working really hard, and uh, I just want to bless you with this, brother. You know? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. That whole that whole deal standard rich christian guy stuff all right i think Uh, i think we've moved into the realm of legitimately reformed systematizing of what rich people things are we can move on now i feel better systematic rich guy stuff i think grudem is working on this manuscript actually so uh he might be uh, writing writing a book about business success from a christian perspective can be our fifth point i feel like that's a that's a strong rich person thing that is true. We do that even though we don't have business success. Like I really oh, want to write that book. All we need to do is claim that we have success. It's like in being an expert. Yes. Just say it loud it, enough and you are. Right. It's like being a consultant. I want to I want to write the the quintessential tome on being a successful Christian businessman even though I'm I'm in no way shape or form that guy. Um let's do it, man. I know we have publishing people listening. So let's make that deal happen. Uh if you're with a publishing house, reach out. Um we're available for for voice work. And yes. business books. And uh, here's a working title. You know, those the, the famous Napoleon Hill book, Think yes. and Grow Rich. Uh, we will do podcast and grow rich. That is our Ooh. that is our working title. Pod, podcast and claim it. Na- name it on the air and claim it. <laughs> which which brings to mind something that drifted across my transom this week, boys, which is uh, an image that I saw. I don't know if you guys saw this, but it was a picture of one Frankie Chan, uh, one of our favorite um, – you know, Christian mega celebrities, Frankie mm-hmm. Chan. And he was kind of like broing it up in a picture with, uh, with Benny Hinn. Yeah. Like, no, he was. Guy. Yeah. Frank and, Chan. No, that's Frank. So, so a, lis- a listener shared this with us and oh, said, is Frank. this an, is this an early runaway, like a runaway win for heretic of the year going back to our predictive <laughs> podcast from a couple months yeah. ago. And I, I feel like it's going to be really difficult for somebody else to, to surpass Frankie and dude, were they just at like a conference together? They do conf. Yeah, the it was like an on stage thing somewhere. Oh, all right. 
Well, that's yeah. Right. So it was it was official, baby. Official capacity. This uh, is different than like, like we don't got to cast him into the nether regions of hell. But dude, Piper's dad the had caption like a, of the tweet was something like the Holy Spirit casting out devils, and like Frankie was all on board with this. So it was. I'm looking at it right now. He has his arm around. Yes, uh, Ben, baby, Frank and Ben. About, can we talk about how good Frankie looks just for a sec? He does look like good. the years. The years have been yeah, kind, man. Good. Yeah, Frankie dude, looks. Frank really and Ben, good. man, it's like the mafia right there. Is what we're looking I know, at. Looking dude. at yeah. Wow. Yeah, you can tell that he really takes self care seriously. Oh, absolutely. dude, 100%. Absolutely. Yeah. There have been some spa days in his past. Oh, a lot of, a lot of yeah. indie spa days. For a, lot of Soma. a lot of Soma. Every time he a spa Soma. Day, he flies out to Indianapolis, which is where one goes for such care. Well, dude, of course. I mean, yeah, you fly into, fly into Indy and, and just take the Uber to Soma and, you know, kind of forget about your cares and concerns. I mean, dude, it's really fun when you type in Frankie and Benny and then see what comes up in the images on Google. Just saying. <laughs> it's, it's probably it's probably image number one. I bet. Yeah, it's, it is image number one. Absolutely. Dude, I love this. So like this is more of a real thing than like when when Piper's dad split like a Cinnabon with, um you know, the, the guy from out west in an airport, you know, lobby. And then he was a heretic for a while. Who, yeah. who, who Who's that guy from guy? out Piper? west? There's a there's uh, a couple there's a couple guys who have drawn dude, some the Colorado out. guy. Why am I, the Hawaiian shirt guy? Why am I blanking? Oh, Rick Warren. Rick Warren. Okay. Oh, Warren. Yeah. yeah. Uh, dude, I mean, no, he, when you say out west, I'm like Driscoll, about... MacArthur, Warren. Like, yeah, Rick just Warren. run down the list. I mean, he split like Cinnabons and like Calvin's Institutes with Ricky Dub. Man, I mean, that was like <laughs> something he just. He's like, hey, let's eat together and let me ask you like 20 questions about how reformed or unreformed you are. Exactly. I don't think Ricky Dub passed the test, did he, Pipe? I don't know. I know that he reads Edwards like annual. He reads the complete works of Edwards annually or something like that. I think that. Ricky oh. Dub was like um I think that was Ricky Dub's response. Mm. I think he was like, I love the doctrines of grace, but don't you dare call me one of those what do you say? Calvinists? I think is yeah, what one of those yeah, one of those Calvinizers. Exactly. Boy, speaking of Pipe's dad. A um, little bit of controversy coming out of DesiringGod.org this week. What's going um, on, baby? Baby, the controversy surrounded a movie called Captain Marvel, um, which I have not seen, and I'm I'm confident. Tr- trigger, was- trigger warning for our listeners: the movie starred a woman. So if that offends oh. you, you need to stop listening now. I because will it not clearly see- it clearly offended the writer at Desiring God. I don't see any any movie actually that has a woman in it. Like it's just kind of a personal boundary that i have so i just have like is that like the band of brothers like the billy graham rule of movies dude it's a billy graham rule of movies yeah if a woman's in it like i'm out um i've just got band of brothers on a loop at my house i mean that's pretty much it but um but yeah so this movie and and dead poet society of course (laughs) yeah yeah not a woman with not a woman within miles of dead poet society um all right so this movie comes out it stars a uh a female superhero and a think piece comes out. A think piece comes out in Desiring God, um, tying this movie to like you know feminism and all the reasons why we should hate it. I didn't read the piece, Piper, but what what was the gist of it to you? Um, well, I mean, as as <clears throat> studious listeners will know, if you think Desiring God and female superhero, you can probably fill in the outline of this article. Um, mm-hmm. It is exactly what you would you know, fear might be said. It was basically yearning for the days of Snow White and Cinderella when the female, that, by the way, that line was in there until it was edited out. Like it was published with that and then taken back out later. 
But nice. it, it was literally pining for the days of the 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 female princess who is helpless and relatively thoughtless and depends on a man to save the day. And it basically mm. was like, is this who you want your daughters to grow up to be? About uh, Captain Marvel, who is a mm. female superhero. Now, and, what if, uh, what so if, that that was the gist. What if there was a reformed woman as a female superhero? So, like, what if what if Captain Marvel was Jen Wilkin? Then would it be okay? It'd be perfectly fine. Big two. Who else could it be, baby? We got Jen Wilkin. She's in the running. Like, We're making tr- a reformed trillion, Captain trillion Marvel. Newbell would make a great superhero. There you go. Okay, see, now we're talking, boys. We're casting this thing. Gloria Furman's on the list. What about the original? What about the original, like, woman superhero, Beth Moore? Oh, dude, the OG. What about the original female star? That might be a little too mainstream, baby. Yeah, that that really, you just triggered all the reformed guys. First, we just bent their brains because we keep talking about female superheroes and they can't picture that at all. But uh, but then when you brought in Beth Moore, there's a lot of just sort of mental breakage going on. And then like the villain, like Joyce Meyer coming in off the side. Oh, uh, I love it. Dude. Off the top. Like, an- anime Joyce Meyer flying against anime Jen Wilkin, <laughs> like on a on a movie screen. I'm I'm in for that. I want you say to- flying. Do you mean like on a broomstick, baby? <laughs> maybe, <laughs> you mean maybe on a, not. You mean on a witch's broomstick like we see in Harry Potter? Maybe, maybe, maybe Harry Potter did well. I mean, I'm no like movie executive, but maybe, maybe we do that. You know, maybe we do, maybe we don't. I mean, we did get the request for Victoria Osteen to be on this podcast, so I think she could easily be a villain as well. Yeah, pipe talk about that, man. I'm I'm getting a lot of these emails now. Like I'm getting these emails from like publicists of wacky authors. Asking for their wacky author to be on our show. Are, so, are you getting these as well? Oh, yes. I only share the best of the best with you. So I shared one with you yeah. several months ago from the guy who runs an escort service in Vegas who volunteered himself to be on the podcast. That was a, that was a delight. Spectacular. Um, Why don't we have him on? <laughs> you know, I think the question answers itself. Um, then, yeah, then Victoria Osteen's publicist was the most recent because um, oh, she she's starting a book tour. And I don't, I don't recall. It's something about being victorious, I think. Um, so, yeah, we just we get these the periodically. Here's the thing. Publicists for good authors, mm-hmm. they probably know kind of what we're about. And so, yeah. so they skip us because they're like, oh, those guys yeah. don't do interviews. And if they did, they would just make fun of the author anyway. Whereas the crazy ones just see podcasts and send it to us. Boys, yeah. nobody, and I mean nobody, gets on our show. No, nobody. I agree, Big R. No one. No one yeah. even we barely make it on our show every week. Exactly. Yeah, we no, literally we have to ask the other person. Like what everybody doesn't see is we ask permission of the other person if we can be on our own show this week. That's how exclusive. That's it is. a real. That's a real insightful peek behind the curtain because on those weeks when we claim somebody is traveling and is not on, uh, it actually just means the other two said no, not this week. That's right. <laughs> it's not happening that's this right. week. Those are the high. Boys, can I be on the rant next week? Is that cool? Well. Maybe. Time will tell. Let's see how the rest of this episode goes. Yeah, exactly. E- each episode is a tryout. You know, every episode is like a we're we're all on probation still on that on the Happy Rent podcast. That's how we stay so sharp, boys. That's why the product is so like so tight from week to week. It's on you know brand. I mean? We Strokes are on lets brand. us know if it's acceptable to be on the podcast every week. We still go to him. He still has final say. <laughs> Maybe speaking of, does he have final say from like nearby or from far away still? Um, you know, he, uh, he still has, it, it's a distance final say. Could he like so, open his window and get final say as he's like reaching no, across I, to borrow an egg? No, he's still, uh, it, it's still via, it, it's still via technology for sure. It's long so, distance final say. It's a, it's a long distance say. Yeah. That's good. Baby. 
Yeah. Ted, I got one more question about this Captain Marvel thing. Um, yeah, so we, we I'm, need to go I'm, back to I'm raising daughters. And so to me, yeah. you know, there's, I'm coming from one perspective on this. You are raising sons. How yeah. do you guard your sons from the insidious feminism <laughs> just rife and rampant within these, these movies? All that's male movies. You don't, well, you don't let them watch yeah. women on screen. I mean, Band of Brothers. But, but that's like, all my boys are how do you lot. even like, but they know that it exists. And even that is just too Even much. that I hate. I yeah. mean, I feel like I've already failed them by just, you know, <laughs> making them live in a world where it exists, Pipe. But no, you know, I, uh, believe it or not, man, I'm probably a terrible father, but I, I haven't, I haven't had the, you know, the all important Captain Marvel is a woman discussion with my boys yet. And I, I know Tristan hit, I think Tristan's seen the movie. He went out to a movie with some friends the other night, and I'm pretty sure it was this movie. Oh, so. but but I bet he told you it was something else, huh? He knew he knew yeah. that if he told you what you what he was going to, you'd be like, no, son, absolutely You're right. Not. You, you know what's weird about it, Pipe, is that he went and saw the movie, and he didn't come back like all devastated and hangdog about it. Like he wasn't he wasn't, he wasn't just ashamed like to be a man afterwards. Dude, right? He wasn't emasculated and ashamed oh. to be a man, and he didn't sit in my living room weeping. So maybe I, I find that hard to believe. I'm yeah, just I'd, I'd be a little like, concerned about him right now because that's clearly the only healthy response. I agree, and I, I feel like he wasn't paying attention. You know, so I feel like there had to be something else going on with him that night. Where, you know, clearly if you're paying attention, you couldn't just enjoy this movie. Well, um, so then that just means Captain Marvel was born. Well, yeah, but I mean, he also knows that. If he goes to college and he majors in English, he's going to get a heavy dose of feminism anyway. Like, I mean, it's all phallic and yonics, you know, imagery in uh, in college English departments. So he's he's looking at four years of that. Um, Not if regardless. I get him into Wheaton. Oh, that's true. How do they handle that? Oh, I bet it is a Wheaton too. Even even at ours, it's, that's it's pretty true. much Wheaton, like. I mean, everybody knows Wheaton's jumped the shark and has gone fully left. So. It's penises and wombs all over the place. I mean, if you're if you're English, you know, all you, you, over the place. Baby, what about Double K? I mean, she's a woman. Do you allow her to live in the same house as you and your sons, or how do you deal with that? <sighs> Baby, it's up. tough. It's um, really tough. You clearly, I'm not letting her watch Captain Marvel because I feel like it would, it would empower her in a way that would threaten me. Probably, it would, it would, it would throw the very delicate power dynamic in our house. Let's just say. Oh, it just it would go haywire. Yeah, it really would, man. I mean, we had a couple of choppy years in our marriage after Wonder Woman came out. I mean, oh, that was absolutely. about... We all did, baby. We all did. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. We're all I suffering the after effects of Wonder Woman right now. I, mean, I want to know how you guys survived, you know, a league of their own back 15, well, 20 years dude, ago. How did, uh, you, I mean, how did you even hack it? That was like yeah. the Kickstarter project for all of this. Yeah. You'd write Gina Davis, like, hitting home runs. Are you kidding me? You know, I mean, how... What, so much damage. You know, yeah, it was just like months of therapy after that. I mean, I saw that I saw that as like a junior hire and and it it I mean, I think it delayed puberty by like three years. Like I was just like, I don't I don't think I can exactly exactly exactly. Yeah, Yeah, I know, man, that that really threw the culture for a loop. And, and, you know, here's my question, Piper. Where was Desire and God when A League of Their Own came out in the 90s? I mean, Judas Priest, where were you when we needed you? You know, was Desiring God the book even written? Seriously, yet? they could have they could have made my junior higher so much easier had well, they just had they I, just written a think piece. Did anybody me. even desire God when that movie came out, Pipe? Dude, I go to see A League of Their Own. I come back. I'm all confused. I got nobody to talk to about it because you know our, our people just weren't talking that way in the '90s. Like I've got all these confusing feelings about what it means to be a baseball player and a man. And uh, where do I even you go? Didn't have that? the internet back then, baby. Things are so much better now. I know how much baby. help we get now. Absolutely. People We're are so, so much, much wiser. 
Absolutely. so much more wiser. We're so much more educated. Absolutely. It's better. It's everything's better. Maybe it's so much better. Minus so the much minus better. the movies with the women in them. Everything else is better. Right. Pipe, what was to you, like getting back to the article for a second, what was to you the funniest thing about the article? Like just the fact that it happened or uh, were, were there funny like moments throughout? Yeah, I, I think it was the overall tone of like hangdog tragedy. It treated the movie like a cultural <laughs> tragedy. And, oh, and, no. And so I mean, the, the, uh. the, the individual snapshots of like we miss Snow White and whatever were just sort of symptomatic of the overall – eye-rollingness of the stance yeah and, and it it just the other thing was like it just was so unsurprising yeah you know i i had i had hoped that maybe desiring god wouldn't put it out and it might come from some like some other less reputable site but yeah but it's also kind of on brand for some of their their uh contributing writers and yeah. so, yeah, I think it was, but it, yeah, it was the tragedy of it. Just the sort of like, uh, all is lost. Here we are well, as a society. What are we going to do We're now? staring down the barrel of, of feminist superheroes about to yeah. blow us all away. And uh, yeah, it was, it was, well, uh, Piper, it was a mess. Let me ask you this as the parent of daughters. I mean, just knowing, knowing that this movie is out there, I'm sure you haven't let your daughter see it. Um, but have they been harder to handle around the house because of just the fact that this is out there? Like, are they walking a little taller in a way that makes you, I can imagine. Yeah. They keep, they keep looking me in the eye and things like that. It's really unsettling. I don't keep uh, wanting to like destroy you. Then, then they have opinions and they express them and it's, uh, without my permission, even I, it's, it's very, it's very unsettling. The whole thing just, it feels like. It's sort of it was sort of a an earthquake like tremor that just rattled the foundations of, of our very existence. So I'm Boys, here's an honest it. question for you both. And you can yeah. both answer it. So yeah. like being a total non superhero guy in all seriousness, like yeah. what what is the superpower that Captain Marvel has? And number two, it just seemed like kind of weird that they have like a cap do they have a Captain DC? Do they have like a Captain DC? You know what I mean? Like, I don't I don't I don't get the whole Captain Marvel thing. So explain to me, like, what is her superpower and why is she named after the brand of the comic? Maybe I might know, like, a tiny bit more about superheroes than you just because I, I have young boys living in my house. But I probably know almost as little as you. So let's both defer to Piper on this one. All right. Pipe, play uh, it on. Pipe, walk and us through this. So those are really good questions that I don't totally have answers to because I haven't seen the movie yet. But also because Captain Marvel is is a like it, the backstory goes deep in the comic books, which I've never read. I just watch the movies because I think they're lots of fun. Um, basically, what I know is that she is a she is a superhero from another world uh, or at least like has alien powers from another world in a human body, something like that, and is the one who is likely strong enough to be able to help defeat Thanos, who was the villain who showed up in the last Avengers movie and wiped out half the planet. Oh, spoiler alert. Sorry, everybody. Um, so is she from the planet Egalitaria? And Thanos uh, is from the planet Complementaria. F- Feminazia, I believe, is the term, uh, is, baby the, is a, the planet. You got, they're, they're, they're neighbors, world, but one of them true. is more extreme. So it's, it's that uh-huh. one. That's the uh-huh. kind of world I hope we live in. Dude, who plays Thanos from our camp? Who's, who's, who's Thanos Egalitaria. in this movie? Who's Thanos from... Uh, from Com- Thanos is the king of complementaria. Who plays him? <laughs> um, and then who... I, I think we know who plays 
the queen of egalitaria, Captain Marvel. Yeah, um, that's that's a yeah. certainty. Uh, I yeah. mean, it would it would have been Driscoll had he stayed in our camp because Thanos mm-hmm. is like a big a big muscly loud you know larger ah. than life and stronger than everybody guy. So I, I think yeah. like, Driscoll I is sort of Thanosy. Yeah, dude, who who's who's in I our tribe? Driscoll is that mug from Aquaman, man. Momoa? No way, dude. That's 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 like. Uh, Momoa heresy. I've got, I've got a little Momoa man crush. I'm that, you do not have him. a little Momoa man crush. You have an a a, you have an outsized, you know, yeah. full full blown Momoa man crush. That's like saying and, I have a little problem with Dave Ramsey. You know, <laughs> it's. I mean, to be fair, a crush on Jason Momoa is completely defensible. So that's not an insult. I just don't downplay that's your deep uh, your deep and abiding affection. Oh, exactly. dude, not bringing the arc guy into that one, are you, boys? Carry on. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Carry on. Baby, what's the most mainstream movie you've seen in the last 12 months? Dude, I saw um I saw Vice. Okay. All right, that works. I, I mean, that's Vice not with uh, with Christian. Yeah, Vice is pretty impressive though. I mean, you're not going to like you're not going to lose any hipster friends over seeing Vice. I want to go I want to go just a smidge more mainstream. Uh, I know you've got one. You got one in there, man. You got oh, you got dude. a mainstream movie. You mean like a movie that actually like sold some tickets, made some yeah, cash. a movie that like other people. Did, yeah, a movie that if it that and, people and one that cannot in, be called critically acclaimed in any context. Yeah, a movie that people in your congregation would actually see. You boys, I've told you this before. Big M doesn't like movies, so That's I hardly true, ever get bro. to go to movies. She's not a movie fan, so like. I just I don't really go to a lot of movies. Baby, you know, what do you do at night when you're at these comps and you've like sat through talks all day and you've been to all the little mixers and and done all your like networking and, and visited with publishing guys? Like, don't you ever just like take a little car service to a theater and, and unwind by yourself? I do what every normal man does. I go straight to bed. Um, mm. Yeah, not I mean, not often, baby. It just doesn't okay. really work out, you know, because those things you're up so late. I mean, all you're well, doing is like, you know what I mean? You're just you're doing all the stuff that people like me do, which is just eat all night and talk. Eat and talk. Yeah. And then when we're absolutely. done with that, we go to another place and we talk and eat some more. So basically rich mode. people things. Basically yeah. rich people things. Precisely. Yeah, that's right. Eat, talk and make deals. Right. Absolutely. You know? I use my I use my Happy Rent credit card. I charge some things mm, on it. Company card. I hope you're keeping your receipts, baby. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. That's right. Ted Ted's uh, accountant will want all of them. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yes, she will. <laughs> that's, oh, that's, that's, that's a story a, for a, a different joke. day. I'm really glad you made that joke. That uh, that that makes me happier, even though the the, the situation is dire. But uh, and I know beyond a shadow of a doubt, if the Happy Rent was literally the last thing on the planet to listen to she wouldn't be listening so we we can make all that, the accounts that because it has happy in the name because she doesn't strike me as a happy human <laughs> you know yeah no comment now i'm getting i'm <laughs> i'm growing a conscience this is bad um but yeah piper that's a that's a good one to end on i feel like we've we've come full circle as an episode so uh i want to re-encourage people to you know what just think about indie live um, think about your, your Dave Ramsey financial plan, your little envelopes full of cash, because God forbid we be chained to our money. Okay. So the way to financial freedom is to count every dollar and put it in a little envelope. And, and if that sounds like freedom to you, then we're on the same page. Okay. Um, <laughs> the, so the other to, way to financial freedom is to not be burdened by overly much money, which means you can buy tickets freely and feel no, feel no guilt whatsoever. So, so unburden yourself of a little bit of that Ramsey cash. And, uh, and buy your tickets for Indie Live because it's going to be a lovely evening. If you've enjoyed this, even, even a little bit, you're going to enjoy uh, Indie Live so much more. It's going to be a great time. 
Um, there are no female superheroes involved in it. And um, oh, and remember to use the code last minute to get five dollars off a right. ticket, which is a thirty-three percent discount off of an already great priced item. That's huge. That's some like Ramsey level math right there, Piper. Um, I learned. I learned from the best. Piper's well on his way to financial freedom, and you can be too if you join us at Soma Indie for Indie Live on March thirty first. Boys, uh, it's good to be back in the studio doing radio uh, with you two gentlemen. We'd had a little hiatus. And uh, I had missed this. So uh, I've enjoyed it. We have wandered to and fro throughout these topics. And until next time, Rachel the Held Evans. The Happy Rant is brought to you by Resonate Recordings. If you go to ResonateRecordings.com, you can see the full range of services they offer. So if you're considering starting a podcast, they are the ones we recommend going with. Again, go to ResonateRecordings.com to see their prices, to connect with them and ask any questions, and to see what they can do to help you launch, edit, master, and improve your podcast. Again, go to ResonateRecordings.com to see what they can do to help you launch and improve your podcast. Feeling stressed? Let's take better care of you. I'm Bonnie Gray, the host of Breathe, the Stress Less Podcast. Subscribe at lifeaudio.com.